Hi, welcome back. I'm Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Voice. Uh, we are here talking on the Hayes FM. And we were, before the break, we were talking about different styles of condominiums. And we really got into the residential side. But, you know, a lot of people, they don't think of condominiums being on the commercial side. And, you know, those strip malls that you're running around right now at Christmas time trying to buy things for that Christmas tree? Well, guess what? Commercial strip malls, they are condominiums. A lot of office buildings are condominiums. I remember a long time ago, there was one up on um, Credit Valley, which is a condominium geared for doctors, doctors, dentists. You had to be in the medical field in order for you to buy into that complex. Because if you weren't, you, you were not, I guess, in compliance to the condo act of the actual building. So a lot of office buildings are condominium styles, and they may have a lot of restrictions as to what you can do and you can't do, and who can buy and who can't buy. Another one, believe it or not, are hotels, uh, retail shops, standard retail shops. Retirement homes is a big one, very big one. You know, when they started out with the retirement homes, it was all different types of concepts, and many of them geared towards condominium living. Dormitories, I think we already know about that. I guess dormitories more so on the uh, student side of things. And uh, does anybody out there watch Storage Wars? I know it's pretty popular. Um, I read yesterday, actually, that they're taking it on now. It was in the newspaper, and they started talking about whether or not the actual stories were truthful. So that should be interesting because uh, Mr. Yup Man himself has decided to come forward and talk about it. But getting back, storage units in a lot of cases are condominium. So, you know, it's an interesting concept because that's all about the actual building. Now we have to take a look at the land. So now you could own a house. Could that house be on a condominium project of land? Answer, yes, absolutely. You can have a house sitting on a common area of title. And, you know, what that would mean is that, say, you don't want to get into condominiums, you don't want to pay maintenance fees, you want to have a single-family detached home. Well, you know, to try to save on prices, some of these homes are actually put onto a site, which is a condominium. So only the lands are condo style, not the actual house. So it's a bit of a medium between the two. So if you buy that way, it, it uh, gives you the benefits of having a single home and not being subjected to all the different um, restrictions that uh, may be implied in, in units and so on. So the difference is, is that the house... Sitting on the common area of land, you do have restrictions on the land. However, you also don't have the maintenance fees of the land, so there's the plus. So I guess the question is, you know, it's like a weigh scale. Which side benefits you? What are the pros and what are the cons? And that pretty much covers the majority without confusing everybody out there. It, can, it covers pretty much the styles of all the condominiums that are out and available across the province. So, you know, if, if you take a look at condos and, and you start wondering, well, this is great, you know, you buy a condo, you live inside it, and who controls it, and who governs it, and who watches out for it, and how do you pay the expenses, and who's going to look after fixing things and repair? I mean, it's a no-brainer when it's your unit. That's going to be you. Unless, of course, it's something that happened because of the building. Maybe the man upstairs decided to uh, leave his bathtub running, and uh, you've now got a shower standing in your kitchen. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, you grab a towel and you dry yourself off and then you run downstairs to property management and you probably freak out. <laughs> That's what most people will do. 
And the question is, now we have to talk about whose fault was it? Was it the fault of the condominium, the property manager? I mean, what can he do about it? Or was it the fault of the person that lives above you? These are all the types of things that we're going to be talking about. So I'm not even going to give you an answer on this today. Because down the road, as we move forward and you continue to listen to The Condo Voice, you will know where to go to get all the answers. So today you're actually getting an introduction of The Condo Voice. And we have to say thank you to the Hayes FM for recognizing how important it is for everybody out there to understand condominiums, constructions of condominiums, and the intricacies of condominium law because there's a whole other law out there that uh, most people aren't aware of, aware of. You know, recently it was funny, the, uh, the McGinty government and, and all the different regions have identified that we have uh, an affordable housing problem. And that's another topic. And why does that relate to condominiums? Well, let me tell you in a few moments, so we'll be right back. 